every time I try to leave Check, check We're back, we're back Feels so good to be back, man I'm in a real mellow mood today Not really But it does feel so good to be back with y'all Feel the vibes right now, little chingaling. Yeah, I feel like I want to do the chicken head. Why? Like, why do you feel like you want to do the chicken head? That's what I. That's what I think about every time back. I hear chingy. Hey, chingaling, welcome back, everybody. This is she and I. I am your host. Be love, and I always have my very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and be love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us, and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday, give it up one time. Feel so good, India. Yes. How you doing? You know what? I don't know. I'm really tired. Oh, my God. Because Blake is just not wanting to <laughs> sleep these days. In some kind of way, he keeps ending up in our bed at night, and I'm just, I'm sleepy. <laughs> Blake has been on a tear, so he's been keeping India up. He's been keeping me up, but for all intents and purposes, I think, you know, I think everything is going good. Did you have a good week? shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep isn't important to you Sleep is very important to me And I find myself I just can't function that well When I don't get at least seven hours of sleep Let me tell you (laughs) why Let me tell you why Because the thing about it is When Blake wakes up Like back in the day You know what I mean India breastfed like a champ A true champion India black nipple in mouth Black nipple in mouth I'm talking about India has so much milk At one point I thought we were going to have to get a deep freezer Cause all the milk you were having, like you were producing milk. Where are you going with this like story? Were, I'm, I'm getting there. You were like you were grade A heifer, and if you don't know what a heifer is, Barry, it's a female cow. Let Barry, me get there. Let me get there. Barry. Now that shit is not funny. Now, don't be no, no. Take I it apologize. back. Take it back. I don't call I, me. I it. take it back. I said you were producing milk like you were. I didn't call you one. No. But if you feel like, let me take explain. that back. I take it back. Give it here. I'm reclaiming my heifer. All right. Now back to what I was saying. Back in the beginning, when you were pregnant and Blake was first born, you would have to get up and breastfeed. I feel like the tables have turned now. I feel like when Blake wakes up, it's like no more mommy at all. It's like all daddy all the time. And it's a sick thing. When Blake wakes up, he wants to come in our bed. He's gotten to the point now where he wants to come lay in the bed with us in the middle of the night. Okay. Speaking Dad doesn't Blake, even... Speaking of Blake, hold on, hold on. I, I got to give my guy some love. But let me see if this is going to work. Hold on. Monday podcast. Shout out to Blake one time, man. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out where were you going with the whole milk thing. Because you would have to wake up in the middle of the night and breastfeed him. You would put the nip in his mouth okay, and put him back but to sleep. He's waking up now in the middle of the night. I'm still getting up in the middle of the night. And handing him to me. That's not, it's not like That's you. not you. No. No, Indeed. you're not being, he's not being handed off to you initially. <laughs> so if he wakes up in the middle of the night, Talk most of me. the time I go get him first. We'll do that like three times. And by the third time of you just laying there, that's when I decide to stay in the bed. 
So you do then it on purpose go, then? Yes. Then you go and get him and bring him in our in our bed. So, so it ain't like I'm just sitting there getting all disease now. Like, <laughs> no, that's not the case. Well, I'm going to keep it a book. Both of us are really lying right now. If you just want to be 100% transparent. Now, Blake has learned how to get out of his bed, open his door, walk down the hall, turn the corner, open our door, and look right at us like, y'all don't see me standing here? Like I did, I just didn't wake up. That's not what he did last night, though, right? Bush, he did it twice. He can't. He walked down the hall to us. Yes, the first you know, time he did it, I woke up. He didn't even get out of his room. I have like supersonic dad ears. The first time he did it, I woke up and I went to get him immediately. I didn't oh, give yeah. him time. I, I saw him the last time he came in there. The last time he came in, you were sleeping. I just said, "Hey, bro, come in, man." Okay. And he walked over and he just jumped in the bed. Well. He does just walk in the room and just stare at you. Cause, so my mom is still here. Shout out to my mother-in-law. She just refuses to leave. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is still here. And the other day she was like, oh, Blake scared the crap out of me. She said that he, she said it was like one o'clock in the morning. And she said that he just went and opened up her door. It was just standing there mm. looking at her. I didn't need, obviously neither of us heard him get up because I think she got up and walked to the like a scary movie. <laughs> like, like, what's the movie? That, was it Annabelle? No, nah, this is a movie with Janelle Monet in it. Uh, is the orphan? I think it's the orphan where the little, where the little uh, kid wasn't really a kid at the end of the movie, but the kid was creepy. Anyway, Blake will come in the room and stare at you and wait until you acknowledge his presence and then ask you a question. He's a Pick nice enough up, kid. Mommy. Yeah, he's a nice enough kid where he won't like interrupt your sleep, but he will wait until you wake up and then want to get in the bed with you, which is, I'm cool with it now. I mean, I, I've gotten used to it. No. no. India hates it. But then too, I know we're on like a Blake tangent right now, but you know, I'm proud of my guy. But then too, Blake also has now come down with some serious sinus issues. Um, the weather is changing and it's really messing with my guy's nose and his breathing at night. So I need to get him some 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 sleep apnea. Like I need a doctor to come look at him because when he sleeps, he breathes really hard and it kind of freaks me out. So that's another reason why I don't mind him sleeping in the bed with us. So, you know, just putting it out there. Hey, okay. I'm just going and putting it out there. But yeah, that's so then, you know what? Let, I, I want to go ahead and jump into something you just brought up. So without further ado, Let's get into my favorite segment, second favorite segment. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. All right. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get into it. Like I mentioned, my mother-in-law has camped out. She has become a squatter in my house right now. She probably can hear me too. What the hell? Don't be calling my mama no damn Jesus. squatter. Barry, I'm over six, seven minutes into the podcast. I'm already over you. Yo, you have very poor choice of words today. Well, my mother-in-law has camped out in my house. And I, when I'm your happy. mama's came to stay with us for a whole month, should I have called her a squatter? Yeah, she was. Yeah, for sure. She was here for a whole month. I'm about okay, to talk okay to well, next time she comes and she wants to do an extended stay, I'll be sure to call your mama a squatter. I bet you won't call this. It's a difference. We're talking no, about it's not too. a difference. It's not a difference. You, you I can call your mama a squatter. If you want to. No, yeah, I am. It comes on to her face. I bet you wouldn't do it. Bet you wouldn't do it. Do you just going to go upstairs and t- call my mama a squatter? You know I do. It's my girl. 
Okay, well, I, I will do. Friend. I will do the same thing to your mama. That's what I mean. Listen, see, all right, let's talk about something right I now. I will do the same thing to your mama. Is it funny that Indy and I we have different relationships with the other's parents? Let me tell you how. Like India said the other day, she was like, "You would never say some of the stuff you say in front of your mom, in front of in front of your mom that you say in front of my mom." And I was like, "You know what? You are exactly right." And the reason why is because. You said the key word. That's not my mom. That's my mother-in-law. And we have a more um, friendly type of good relationship. Now, I think I think she's a great person. I love her. She's my mother-in-law. You know what I mean? Great person. So I can have that. I, I can joke with her. We can joke freely because we also are friends. Wouldn't you agree? Would you, you like, answer the question? my mama. You want me to call it down here? You are not friends with I my I think mama. we're friends. So anyway, we we can joke with each other. She joked about my haircut being messed up. And I didn't. I let her slide because I was about to joke on her. But I didn't because it's my girl. You know what I mean? So India says that. And I'm like, India, you don't have the type of relationship with my mom that I had with your mom. My relationship with India's mom is so much better than it, it is with her and my mom. <laughs> what makes you think that? First of all, India's rude. <laughs> I'm rude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, see right. me. See, but but you know what? You know what it is? It's the personality traits coming out right now. Like everybody knows that I'm the more extroverted of the two of us, and India is not. Like India is a hundred percent an introvert. I would say that, and I feel like that my mom is the same. I think my mom is an introvert too. I, I think, and I just think that you know, India's just. just I don't know. What do you think? So, so because I'm an introvert, that makes me disrespectful. No, no, no. I didn't say that. You put words in my mouth. Did I say anything about being disrespectful? Because I'm. What did you say? Rude or disrespectful? Rude. You, do, you use one of those words. I say rude. So, so because I'm an introvert, I'm rude. You're not rude. Yeah, it's just I, I don't. You know what? I don't think. I think because I um. Because I'm so open with the way I come, like with the way I welcome people in, and you're not. I feel like it comes off to me as rude. And you know what's funny? Speaking of that, you know somebody was at our door a minute ago and you didn't open the door? Did you see who that was? No. <laughs> see what I mean? And me, had I looked outside and saw who that was, I would have opened the door and let the person like come in and see what they wanted. What are you talking about? Somebody was at the door a minute ago and I asked your mom, I said, who's at the door? And she was like, I don't know. India said that she didn't, she's not going to open the door because she, didn't, she wasn't expecting anybody. So I looked. I didn't the, know anybody was at the door, but that is true. I don't. <laughs> I don't open the. I don't answer the door during the day. But we have a whole ring do, doorbell. So when I look right, at the exactly. ring, right, exactly. So I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get the ring notification on my oh, phone. I didn't know okay, anybody okay. was outside. Anyway, I say all that to say I'm a more open Who person. Who was outside, Beard? Our neighbor, like jumping up and down, looking, <laughs> looking in the ring doorbell, trying to come and probably see, probably play. So if we don't, if you guys a kid, yeah, if y'all don't follow us on Instagram, <laughs> you should be love nineteen eleven and India dot Marie on all social platforms. But anyway, we have now acquired some neighbor friends that like to come over and play with Blake, and it's fine with me. And I think the little girl wanted to come play, and she wanted to hang out. But if you said you didn't see it. I'm going to slide. I think the little girl likes to hang out with India more than she likes to hang out with Blake now. And I think India knows that. And she's laughing right now. 
Y'all can't see her face. She's she's not audible either. But uh, I'm just trying to figure out what you're talking about. I wasn't even downstairs. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. I wasn't even downstairs right, because I didn't far. answer the door and no, because it, and yep. now I'm rude. You're I'm rude. rude. Okay. Hold on. Let's get back. We're deviating too far off the course right now. So anyway, back to it. The mother-in-law relationship. I feel like that. Um, I make sure that my mother-in-law knows that hey, you're my girl, the homie. I'm your guy. Every time you talk on the phone in India, I'm here. What's up, Miss Blake? She said, what's up, Barry? That's how we talk. It's my girl. What do you say to my mom? Hi, Miss Newsom. Every time? I mean, I try to. Oh, my God. I wish I had the... I need the button right now. But even if I'm on the phone with my mama and you don't speak, my mama makes it a point to speak to you. So it ain't like it's done intentionally or anything like that. My mama, even when you don't speak, my mama be like, hey, Barry, you over there acting funny? Like, bingo. every See, time. But we, we have established that type of rapport uh, with one another where we can say stuff like, hey, my girl, you ain't gonna holler at your boy? Like, I can say something like that to my mother-in-law because that's the type of people that we are. We're tight. We're cool. Even though she's in here cooking, stanking food, I told her that and she was cool about it. I said, Miss Blake, listen, if you cook something else to smell like that, you gotta get out. You got to get out. Notice I didn't say get the hell out because I respect your mother. I will never curse her around her. I might let something slip like hell or damn, but I never say a bad word in front of your mama. But anyway, I say all that to say, it's just two different relationships. Now, my mother-in-law did bring up a good topic. She was like, um, you know, when you, come, when you come to people's house, you can outstay your welcome by like not doing little things. I'm thinking to myself, like, you're right. But she's a good house guest. Like when she cooks, she'll wash the dishes. When she, if something falls on the ground, she'll pick it up. But then she brought up the topic of what about raising your kid? And I was like, huh? She said, yeah, Indy, I can't tell you how to raise your kid. I can't tell you how to raise Blake, but X, Y, Z. And I was like, damn. Do you take advice from your mother when she's giving it to you? Or do you just like kind of shun it off? Or so do you I get upset? I think that that may be the difference in our relationships. Go for it. I'm listening. I think that might be the difference because with my mom, when it comes to Blake, she like, I think my mom is very intentional about not overstepping. She did ask me something that was real nice about that, and I respected that because I probably would have been mad otherwise, and I never would have expressed it out loud because I would have kept it in and just, just internalized and then made my stomach hurt. But she asked me, she said, Bear, I just want to ask you now, do I have permission to put Blake in time out? And I'm like, yeah, you do. She said, but it's not for anything. I'm like, yeah, you got permission. Said, I know y'all don't spank him or anything, but do, you got, do I have permission to put him in time out? And I'm like, yeah, why, of course. If he did a certain thing that he was doing, I'm like, oh, for sure. Blake was throw, throwing things at my mother-in-law. And I'm like, bro, don't throw stuff. Like, he and I play like that. And I think that's where the problem lies. He plays hard with me. Then he transitions that to everybody else. But I told him, like, he can't play like that with his mother-in-law. But she respected me enough and my parenting skills to come ask me if I mind if she put Blake in time out. And I said, no, man, put him in there. But don't put my son in there for longer than two and a half minutes. Then we're going to have a problem. Two and a half minutes is all he got. But go right ahead. 
No, that's what I'm saying. I just I just think that that's the difference. You making it seem like I just got a problem with your mama or something like that, and that's just not the case. I never said but that. But I think that when it comes to Blake and, like, choice parenting, that's probably something. If I had to think about something that, like, bothers me or just whatever the case might be, it's just, you know, I, I guess just, you know, maybe sometimes having too much to say. You know, some people don't say enough, and then some people may have too much to say. And it's just, like, say, for instance, you know, certain things that I like Blake to eat or certain things that I like Blake to do. And I, I think that... I think that your family just have a certain way of doing things mm-hmm. and they just can't see, you know, the reason why I, you know, some of the choices that I make with Blake. Yeah. And so I think that that's, you know, obviously sometimes like if, if we're on the phone and I'm like fixing him some something like super healthy or something like that and they'd be like, ooh, well, that is nasty. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> like... <laughs> Okay, well, (laughs) like, you know, maybe, I mean, I would like for him to have a diverse palate. Like, you know, I don't need you to say that, you know, the things that I cook is nasty. Or, you know, maybe like if I cook something, it would be like, well, I would have cooked it like this. Like uh, the sweet potatoes. Yeah. I cooked some sweet potatoes one day and... I think your mama asked me, like, well, so what you put in them? And I was like, I did, I just put a little uh, salt on them. And she was like, well, you got to put the brown sugar on it. Right, <laughs> and I was just right. like, no, I don't. <laughs> right. Like, I, I don't have to do that. And so I think that, that I think that that is literally, like, the only thing. Or even, like, when I was breastfeeding. For like, sure. you know, like, how long are you going to do that? And it's just, you know, I just, you know, once I've already made up my mind that I'm going to do something, it doesn't matter what anybody say. I'm pretty much going to do it. Yeah. And so that's why sometimes I just feel like it's best for me to just, you know, not say nothing. I don't know. But I'm, I'm with you. I see exactly what you're saying. But it still doesn't, like, have to But I don't think I come across as rude. I, I just sometimes think it's best to not say nothing. See, yeah, and I still don't think it's... That, I, I, I don't think it should be like that. However, I'll tell you a story in a minute. I do think we should always respect the in-laws. I think like no matter what type of relationship you establish with that person, you should go out of your way to one show the ultimate respect. I don't care if you don't like subscribe to what they believe in or even know. Like just take my thing is what? my thing is if somebody gives if, if Miss Blake were to give me some advice and be like, hey, matter of fact, Mr. Blake, Mr. Blake is the king of advice. This man will come in your house and he will redecorate your whole house for absolutely no reason. But it's also unsolicited advice. So if you were to tell him, like, (laughs) if you were to tell my daddy, like, hey, I'm okay. Like, I don't necessarily want you to do that. Like, I wouldn't have a problem with that because at the end of the day, this is this is our house. Right. You're right. At the end of the day, like, yes, those are our parents. Yes, our parents need to be respected with the utmost respect. For sure. However... We are also adults, and this is Most our definitely. space, and we have also have the right to run our space the way that we want to run our space. You're right, but sometimes it's almost like, hey, can't I give a little bit to establish a better relationship? It's, it's not even like big stuff. For instance, Mr. Blake came in and was like, man, listen, this is how he talks to him. I'm not even joking. This is how my, this is how my da- our father-in-law talks. Hey, man, listen, man, you need a demo in this house. You ever thought about putting a demo in this house? I'm like, huh? 
You need a dimmer. You don't, man, look, look, man, look at these lights, man. They need to be brought down soon, man. Shit, it's too many lights in here, man. You know what I'm gonna do? I'll be back. Where you going, Mr. Blake? Man, I'm about to go to Home Depot, man. I'll be right back. Man came back with a whole dimmer switch. Man, I'm finna, I'm finna put you a dimmer up here. All right, cool, man. Do your thing. Do I use a dimmer? Nah, 5% of the time. Is it hurting me? No, nah, but guess what? I knew he was going to find joy in putting that damn dimmer up. And he felt like he did something for his daughter and her husband. He's like, oh, man, look what I did. I did this. Another thing. Came back to my house. Man, you put a new doorbell up? Who put this doorbell up? And I put it up. Man, you ain't run a wire through the brick. I'm not an electrician, sir. I don't know how to run wire through bricks. Man, let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'll be back. Where you going, Mr. Blake? Shit, Home Depot. What you going to do? Man, I'm about to buy you some electric tape. Come back and fix it. Now, mind you, that looked pretty good. He did fix that for me. He fixed it and made it look a lot better than it was. I didn't mind either one. But my thing is, that didn't, like, those type of, um, compromises with and not even a compromise but those type of like hey go ahead and do that it's not gonna hurt me now if you want to come in and start remodeling stuff saying hey i think you need a new couch and start like picking my couch up then we got something to talk about but stuff like that it's like eh. and even going back to the sweet potatoes like man i think we should put a little brown sugar in there nah let me tell you we're not gonna put brown sugar in there because this then the third but if you want to eat brown sugar you can do it that's something i would have said to your mama first now am i right or am i wrong just keep it real yes, right that now that's something Bingo. that you would have okay. said to my mama but okay. again that's your personality and that's just not my but that i mean i think sometimes you have to understand that that's just not my personality. And I think that that's sometimes, it, sometimes that's something that you have a hard time understanding. It's like certain stuff that you do, it bothers me. But I'm like, that's just various personality. Like, you know, j just, I'm just taking it as it is. Like, I can't change him. That's just who he is. And I think that sometimes, like, you just have a hard time understanding the type of person that I am. And then I also feel like that you have a hard time advocating for me as your wife when it comes to your mom uh -oh. or any of your family members. So, like, we had this issue, like, when I first had Blake, like, it's like, you just do not know how to stand up for me when it comes to your mom. See, I think that's wrong because I think I do. I think I try to keep everybody's, um, I try to be respectful to all parties involved. And I'm not crying. I just got choked if y'all can't hear it in my voice. But um, I try to be respectful to all parties involved and make sure that everybody's kind of, um, and everybody knows the boundaries that are set between husband, wife, mother, son, uh, parents, not parents. I try to make that very clear when it comes to Indian black. I so like But the the husband and wife relationship comes first. It's not the husband in the in the the mother relationship. That does not come first anymore once you decide to get married. It's the husband and the wife relationship. No, no, no. Most definitely. I a hundred percent agree. But what I'm saying is I also have to be respectful to the fact that people do have opinions and they can have them. That's what I'm saying. Like you can Somebody can give you their opinion about, hey, I don't think you should eat this. And instead of you arguing with them about, man, eat what I want to eat. I don't care what you tell me. If you tell me somebody right now came in my house and was like, listen, Barry, I don't think you should drink protein on a regular basis. You know what I'm going to say? All right, man, thank you for the information. I keep that in mind. And you know what I'm going to do in the next five minutes? Cut the goddamn neutral bullet on and have me a big glass of protein. I took their advice. I just didn't use it.
You can give me your advice all day, and I'm going to accept that, but I'm going to accept that, and then I'm going to choose to do with it what I want to. But mm, I'm it's not today. just. But it's Ooh. not just about like me and you. So like when it comes to Blake, for instance, if it's like, mm, like you know, I know how we ate growing up, but I would just like to make better choices for Blake. Yeah, you know, and that that that's just what it is. You won't right. back me up on that because some of the things, and this is, and I I agree with what you're saying. <clears throat> I would try to back you up. But some things, even I don't, I don't agree with. So I let you do like whatever. You, I know in my mind, I know you're not gonna do anything to Blake. It's gonna harm him. I know that. So if you feel like something is better for him, I, I don't necessarily have to agree with it. But I know you as a mother, you won't let anything harm him. So shit, I'm gonna go ahead. Now I don't gotta agree. I don't gotta agree. Not putting salt in green beans. I like a little salt in my green beans. But if you say Barrett. I don't want Blake to have salt. I'm going to shrug my shoulders and I'm going to carry on. Because in my mind, I know you're not going to do anything to get either. I know you're not going to do anything intentionally to like jeopardize what we got going on. And I just, I'm confident in saying that. Jeopardize what we have going on? In general, in, in the house, in life, in marriage, in parenting, I know that you're not going to tell him or us anything detrimental to us. I know that. So with that being said, if I don't necessarily agree with eating fish sticks, yeah, listen, you say, Blake, I'm going to make you some fish sticks. I'm like, man, I don't even like fish sticks. I would never make Blake fish sticks, but you like fish. So, hell, eat you a damn fish stick. <laughs> talking about the fish. I'm just I'm saying. I'm talking about a completely different I'm type back. of stuff. Like complete, just completely different type of stuff. But I know anyway, what you mean. Anyways, I'm gonna say you know exactly what I'm what I'm referring to, and I think that that's the only the only thing with me. And like I said, I think the difference between like my mom and your mom is that my mom will always ask before she does something, whereas your mom will just do it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be real specific about what you're saying, though. I think, like, but I, I think that goes for anything. Like, like when my when Blake stays with my mom, my mom will call me and she's like, "Is it okay if Blake eats this? Is this? Is it okay, okay. if Blake does this? Um, yeah. Can I can I take Blake here? Um, hey, I want to do this for Blake. Is this okay? Like, she she just makes sure that I am aware of what's going on and that you know it's something that you and I both would approve of. Okay. And see, my mom probably wouldn't do that. I know she wouldn't call and be like, hey, I'm about to give Blake some meatballs that got pork in it. And Indy's going to be like, no, nah, don't do it. But I know she's not going to call and ask for permission because. I mean, I have to say, even down to like the stuff that she buys him, she, like she'll be like, hey, is it OK if I buy Blake this? And I'm like, yeah, sure, that's fine. Like, you yeah. know, it's just it's just it's just different. Right. But because of the fact that. Once again, back to what I said, I know that she's not going to do anything that's going to jeopardize or inflict pain or cause some kind of illness with Blake. Miss Blake, it's not about pain? inflicting pain. Yes, she I just is. think it's about boundaries. Yes, she is. That's all that is. Miss Blake, let me ask you a question. I called you a squatter a minute ago, and you got upset. What's that? See what I'm saying? That's my girl. And then I said that you and I have a different relationship than India has with my mom. And India. See what I'm saying? That's cool. My mom wouldn't say that was cool. (laughs) 
<laughs> See? There it is. All right, cool. Well, we got an understanding, though. You know, you got your pink on, you know. I like that. Same person. We talk about this all the time. But anyway, we talked about you. Um... He's a little bit too comfortable. No, nah, I don't think she's been saying that. Are you, no. are you trying to say I'm too comfortable around your mom? Well, sometimes, yes, you are a little too comfortable around my I, mom. We'll you but, well. I mean, I'd rather you have a good relationship with her than to not have one at all. So I'm fine with that. I'm but you were just up. talking about, like, the, the, the differences, you know, between the two parents. And like I said, it's just, you. I think that you just be dead set on calling me rude sometimes. But I'm just the boundaries kind of person. It's your favorite. You need to get a shirt. Uh, I, guess. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if y'all can hear me. <laughs> Like, I mean, be like that around. But why shouldn't you, though? Be like that with everybody. You're not just... Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Y'all are both right. Everybody's right Thank here. Thank you. But that's my mom. I'm not going to be like that around my mom. It's my mom. It's a little bit different. Now, around everybody else, it's the worst. I am. But I, I am like that. Take, for instance... I am. Like, I really am. But take, for instance, this right here. This is what I was about to get to, right? When Blake was first born, what was going on? You remember? Because you came up and told me stop acting like that when my mom and my sister were here. And I told them they had to go home. My, my mom, my dad. My mom, my dad. Anyway, something was oh, going on. It was Blake. And he he had just just been born. He was probably like a couple of weeks old at this point, like probably two three weeks old. But he was remember he kept doing all that spitting up when he was born. He was spitting up, and we were trying to figure out what was going on. Right. But I just think he had a little bit of acid, acid reflux, which a, a lot was. of breastfed babies do or whatever. Because I had to change some stuff in my diet, and you were googling something, and your mama came in there, and she was like, "Well, everything is not on Google Bear," and it just set you over the top because she wanted why. us to take him to I don't know. I think she wanted us to take him to the doctor, but we had already called the doctor. Yeah, like we had we had basically already done everything that we were supposed to do. <laughs> Man, it made me so mad. I told my mom and my sister and my dad, whoever was here, they got to go. I said I don't want any nothing. I was hot. I was. Pit- I sat in that room. I kept Blake in that room. I said, "Can't nobody come see him? Not even his mom." I was mad. Ain't nobody gonna see Blake. We I got. Know he didn't tell me that because I had the tits. I, I was pissed because my thing is, like I said, I, listen. I'm learning how to parent on the fly back then, but let me learn. You know what I mean? Like I don't need you every time something happens. Everything is not on Google. How you know? You don't even know how to use a computer. You know, I was going to say, and I was going to say, the way that we parent is so much different than what our parents did for us and those before them. I would probably give you some baking soda for acid reflux. Y'all do. Lick this mustard. Well, and you know what? I think that's what your grandmother may have said. Give him some baking soda. And I was like, "Uh, no, I'm not giving him no baking soda. See that's, I, see, that's my thing. Is like, dog. No. I just grew up. My mama raised me. My mama raised my son. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these people have been growing up under the same roof, and now all of a sudden we got Blake. Now I've almost cussed, but now stuff got to change because all of a sudden, man, you know, but I read in the book keto baby need to be on the keto diet. They don't but need to just have. because that's how your parents parent you, parenting you, that doesn't mean that I have to do it just because that's what your parents did for you. Miss Blake just said you ate baking soda too. Yeah, but she, but has she been a parent? Has she been a parent today? She probably wouldn't have done it. It's the same thing when when she said that 
she wished she had breastfed us, and you my my youngest that. sister was the only one that was breastfed because she had more information. She did. The people, your parents didn't have the same information that's available and accessible to us right now. On. They didn't have that back in the day. So yeah, right. they were a lot more lenient with the stuff that they gave their kids. You also ate baby food at like two weeks old. I was smashing it, um, fruit melody. Yeah, but you probably weren't supposed to have it, and that's probably why you have had stomach issues for so long. You come on back in. I told you I let you on the podcast. Um, and you might be right, but we don't know. But what I'm trying to get to is that <laughs> every relationship is different. But I do believe that you should go out of your way to make sure that you establish some sort of relationship with the in-laws. I talk to your mom when we're here in person. Yeah, you do talk not, a lot in person. Not, you do. I'm, I ain't gonna, I ain't like gonna hold a, you. You talk a lot. I'm not like an over the phone type of person anyway. Like it don't matter who you on the phone with. I'm not just jumping in your conversation trying to talk to them. I can't think of a single person that you on the phone with that I'm just jumping in the conversation to try to talk to them. But when your people are here in person. I do talk to them and make sure that, you know, we have some type of relationship when we're face to face. That's just how I am. You do. And you know what? To your mom's point, that's just my personality. You could be on the phone with anybody and I'm probably going to jump in the conversation. You exactly. And, like you when I Melissa was on the phone, was on the phone <laughs> with Melissa the other day and I was like, can you please just stay out of my conversation? Like we're I trying to talk about something. I wasn't even paying attention to y'all's conversation, but every time y'all said something, I would chime in. And it was just funny to me. And I like Melissa. I told her that. And I told her I like her sister. And, you know, they they cool people. And I just wanted to jump in the conversation because I like being around cool energy. I like it. It's energy. It's a vibe. Like your mom has good energy. She goes walking. She's in the forest. She eats kale. You know, so that's a good vibe. So I can dig it. You know what I mean? But along those same veins, same veins. Your mom <laughs> did tell me something about smoking marijuana. And I'm not, I'm not going to put that out on the microphone. But I got to thinking. I saw another story about smoking marijuana today. LeBron James' son, Bronny. Smoking dope on Instagram Live. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Hey, you saw Blake doing that, and you were in the NBA bubble. Let's say you were in the, you were in the WNBA bubble. You were hooping, but you leave the WNBA bubble to go discipline your 15-year-old son about smoking weed on camera. Probably. You would leave. You got championship aspirations. So you're going to leave the NBA. I'm not trying to sway you or anything because, you know, it's, it, what you're doing, yeah, what probably, you do. <clears throat> probably so because sometimes, you know, I think that... Mm, like when, you're, when, when parents are kind of absent, you know, due to work, <laughs> sometimes I think it's very important that they step in, you know, in the moments when they need to step in the most. Like he's only 15. He shouldn't be smoking weed on Instagram. Right. Like he, really, he shouldn't be smoking weed at all. Like, True. you know what I'm saying? So I think that in those moments, I do think it's important to step in, like when you really need to step in. Now, I'm not saying step in and do a Boosie, like when <laughs> Boosie told this story yeah. of his son sneaking and drinking his Boosie juice and he went home and beat his ass. I'm not <laughs> nah, saying that. He, he told him, he said he sent him uh, by the air conditioner and told him to take put on all orange and go sit by the AC. No, he said he, he said he beat his ass and then he did all that. Okay, my That's bad. That's what he said. So I'm not saying, you know, do that, but I do think a conversation needs to be had. Like, 
and you know, 15, 15 year olds, that's like a tricky age anyway. Because, really you know, is, they though. it's like they think they grown and, you know, they feeling themselves a little bit. They're just, you know, they just got to high school. And then so, you LeBron James Jr. too. It's like the add a throw. You know, who who knows what, what the kids are going through while, you know, he's away working. But now I will say this. If I was LeBron, nah, I would not leave my job to go and discipline my child. Let me tell you why. Because if that situation, you have all of the help in the world. First of all, mom, I, if, if Blake was doing it, you got it. I already know what's about to happen. Like, the first line of defense, whoever is there. So I'm like, hey, Indy, I'm at work. Can you just go up there and handle that until I get home? And you know what you're going to say? Wait until your dad gets home. And if they put saying, fear like, in your heart, how much, how how long until he gets home? Though that's the thing. Like I feel like if you can't discipline them when mm-hmm. the when the or you know whatever discipline looks like for you, punishment or you know whatever the case may be, if you can't do that, like when the situation happens, don't come trying to discipline me about it weeks later. But yeah, like, you gotta understand. I mean, but it, but this situation is an extreme situation, so you gotta understand. I don't think that that. I mean, even like say for instance, you know, who knows what our careers are gonna look like when Blake gets fifteen? Yeah. And you know, if we're not present, it's just like I'm not. I don't feel. I mean, yeah, we can have a conversation, but I don't feel like it's as impactful because the you've already done the crime. Now time has passed, so it's like, why am I bringing it up again? Like, hmm. I feel like we should be able to address it in the moment that it happens and then figure out how to move on from there. But I'm not, I don't want to, it, it's like, okay, so the kid gets in trouble. So the parent that's there with him is already going to fuss at him about it. Right. And then, you know, when, when the dad gets home weeks later, then he going to get fussed at again for the exact same situation. Like, I feel like that's a lot. See, it's why the beauty about this whole thing Step on the phone, like, listen, man, you know you're not supposed to be doing that. Kind of explain the situation. Let mom hand out the harsh punishment or whatever. You know, like, you can, right now at age 15, keeping it real, at age 15, you wasn't really getting no whoopings like that anyway. No, you know not what I'm saying? Whoopings, but so, also, look at what he did. He ain't gonna care about that coming from his mama. That's the, right. the, like, that, that's see the what type you mean. of stuff that needs to come from his daddy. I see what you, all right, so check it out now. Dad calls him on the phone, bro. Let's talk about it. Like, why you, you don't just kind of discipline him, discipline him on the phone? This is what you got to do in this situation. And then, like I said, it's LeBron James, bro. You got a whole village around your kid. You got like uncles, auntie. I can imagine me right now. If if Blake was 15, it's 15 years from now, Blake was older, and um, I wasn't able to get there, Philip would step in and handle that with ease. You know what I mean? Like, even now. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> he would talk to him. I mean, he could talk to him, but like so I said, so I still think it's different. Okay. I still think that certain situation. I I think it's a case by case situation. Okay, I I take that. Then. I think it's a case by case situation. Some some situations require you to be present. Okay. Well, you can't be present all the time. You know what I mean. So I had to update y'all. I wanted to give y'all an update on my mother in law, and go ahead and wrap this up. So I had a. a another topic to talk about but i don't want to make things longer but i think i'm about to so last thing i got to talk about real fast is oh cardi b let me ask y'all man let me ask y'all a question like why is it a saying out there that reigns supreme like once you get married people always say man divorce is not an option like why is that 
Do you feel, first of all, do you feel like this is true? Like divorce is not an option? No. Okay. Me either. I think that... Divorce is an option. I think that um, people say that when they're engaged. <laughs> I see where you're going. We we said it when we were engaged. Yeah, but we've we also did. talked about divorce. Hell yeah, divorce so, is an option. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that that's a saying that happens when you're in the honeymoon phase of your relationship. Come on, girl, you preaching today. And it has not gotten very real yet. No. Um, because then after being with the person for so long, you know, you start to realize like, hmm, I, I could divorce this person. <laughs> so, hey. I'm, you know, there was a lot of bashing part of me today. Um, I don't think Cardi B should be bashed for divorce for divorce and offset at all. That's where I'm like, going. That's where I'm going. It's like for one, y'all called her stupid when he cheated on her. Come on now, the first time y'all called her. I, I don't even know what he did this time. I, I don't know if he cheated on her you. again or what. Nah, she said that he did not. She said that all the rumors are not even true. She broke it down and said, listen, we're getting a divorce simply because we can't get along. Like, I'm tired of arguing. I'm tired of, like, having disagreements. And it's better for our mental health that we get a divorce. We just don't get along. And it's okay. Now, I don't agree with divorce. The only, the only, only, the only time I agree with divorce is if you've exhausted all of your options. Mm-hmm. If you've done everything that you feel like you could do to try to make the relationship work. Not just because you're arguing all the time, because that's why also a lot of say that us millennials, you know, don't stay married. But it's because we don't know how to, you know, fight and actually work on our relationships. Like the divorce rate for our generation is very high. So, and it's because a lot of us jump into relationships, jump into marriages because it looks nice. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with the with the social media era and it's relationship it's a, goals. It's a false sense of relationship Black love. with, you know, a lot of us jumping into marriages. Me and somebody's son. So, you know, to just get a divorce because you can't figure out how to properly communicate. Like what you just said just tells me like they don't know how to communicate with each other. And who knows like the next person that they're they're dating they could face the same issues because they have not figured out how to communicate with each other now if you know they you know they've done everything that they could do <laughs> yep that's where and, i was going you know, they've they've gone to therapy they've come on you now know, worked it all out and you know checked off all the boxes and then it, you know you get down to the end and you're like sure. okay this, this is still not working like we've done therapy for three months like and i still can't stand you we still can't get along then yeah Fuck you. It, it's time for you to move on probably oh, um but like all the bashing because you know she first of all it's her decision she can do whatever Bingo. she want to go um, but it's like y'all called her stupid when he stayed when she stayed with him after you know he cheated on her, and now y'all still calling her stupid because y'all like well you divorced her, and just like at this point she's doing what's best for her, hmm. and then and, and you know who even if they didn't do everything that they could to work on their divorce, it's not our business. There you go. And I was thinking about that too. Like, so as a public figure, do you feel like that they have to explain why they're getting a divorce? Like, because 
They may be with some. There's somebody's relationship goals right now. Somebody's looking at Cardi B and Offset, and they're like, "Man, I need to have my relationship be more like them." Do you think that she owes anybody an explanation on why they would get a divorce? Well, no, she doesn't. She doesn't owe so people any, anything, and that's why I even hate the term relationship goals yeah. because you don't know what these relationships be going through behind closed doors. Like mm -hmm. we, you and I will post a, a cute picture on Instagram, and it's like relationship goals and it's like y'all don't know what goes on in people's houses like stop saying that you need to make your own goals for your relationship like figure out Be what, your own relationship what goals a good marriage what does a good good relationship look like to you what is going to be feeling and satisfying to you it should never be based on any couple that you're seeing online mm -mm. even the best of the best even uh what, what's the couple's name the church couples uh uh, Megan Good and um, what's, what's who Megan Good married to? Shit, the pastor, the preacher. yeah, like not even them, <laughs> the like, like uh, Devon Franklin. Franklin. We said it's the same, Devon Franklin, like they yeah. shouldn't even be your relationship goals. Like, you need to figure out what you need in a marriage, and that should be the goal that you work, work towards. Never looked at a couple on Instagram and be like, oh, I want that. You know what I have though? It's been like couples on movies that I see. I be like Queen and Slim, like, oh, relationship goals. You don't think so? I mean, <laughs> you can that, look, that, I guess you I can mean, look yeah, at fairy tales. Very, yeah, I'm finna say it's You it's can a, look at movies. Okay. I think it's okay Fiction. to dream. Okay. Cause I have looked at a movie, you know, I, I have looked at movies and you know, looked at like the things that the guy did for the woman in you know in the relationship and I'm like oh that would be like really nice but sometimes it's not realistic um it's sometimes if you already in, in if you're already in the relationship it's it's too late for you to be you know relationship goes wishing for that kind of stuff yeah. you know cuz it's like you you know who you married did you marry a guy that was going to wine and dine you hmm are you married that like, going to make you wine <laughs> See what I did there? Double entendre. So, Don't even ask me how. I just, I best of luck. <laughs> See, I'm gonna keep it real. My relationship goals used to be um, on the run tour. You know, when you go to the on the run tour, and then they show that like um, the, the the out scenes, like the different scene cuts. When they go from when Beyonce goes to change clothes and Jay-Z goes to change clothes, and they show the movie on the screen. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Fire. Good example. Fire though. They, I ain't gonna so, lie, boy. I'm talking about on this screen, on the under on the run tour. Fire. People look at Jay-Z and Beyonce, they post great pictures online, and they're like, oh, relationship goals. And y'all have no idea. Like how much like pain was probably in their relationship after he he cheated on her. Like there's no telling how long it took for them to get to a good place. There's no telling how many times you know they talked about leaving each other. There's no telling how long they spent in therapy with you know maybe Beyonce you know having to get over or like move past the fact that her husband cheated on her. Like relationships are hard. So y'all gotta, people gotta stop, you know, wishing for these relationships that they see online. But I do like the fact that 
they're transparent enough to talk about it. It's big. I like the fact that when people talk about like, hey, we're not getting along and like tell why and how and what kind of transpired and how they fix it. I like that. If is if, if that's what you want to do. I'm not saying that you have to do that. If you want to do that and then say, hey, like eliminate, like, hey, this is what happened. And this is where we are now. What I, four, think, four, four. what I think is admirable about those types of couples is that they wait till they're on the other side of it. Yes. Like none of their business is out in these streets. Like, and it, it kind of, it's kind of like, you know, when they say like, you don't need to tell your family your business. Don't tell your family and friends what you're going through in your relationship because you don't know. Like, you know, y'all could make it work. And, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want everybody looking at you crazy. And so with these couples, it's like they had all of this dirt. None of us knew what was going on. Their close family and friends knew. Yeah. But none of us knew because it wasn't our business. And they told us when they were ready. Same thing with, like, Will and Jada. Yeah. Like, we didn't know that uh, Will Smith was getting ready to, to leave Jada when she started sleeping with August Alcina. Like, we didn't know. You know what I'm saying? They like, kept everything in house, and, all money and, in, and all the while, folks are like, "Oh, Will and Jada relationship goes, and they struggling just like everybody else." Struggling, I'm talking about out here hurting. That's why we. That's why, that's why I like the podcast. We can come on here, like last week's episode. We can tell y'all that it's been tough, stressed, stressed, and stressed, and we was just out here living, living. And that's why we both know, in the back of our minds, that it's not. Re it's not a reasonable ask to say. Divorce is not an option because at some point, God forbid, it never happens. But if it does happen, like you really have to go through and push the button. You can't turn around and be like, oh, no, nah, well, divorce was an option the whole time. Like divorce is an option. I'm sorry. Like, uh, oops. I hope y'all didn't want us to say that. I hope, you know, not upset about it, but it is what it is. You know, because the thing about it, you shouldn't be anywhere where you're not being one respected and you're not happy. I mean, that's the two biggest things. If you know you're in a relationship, in a marriage, anything like, and you're not happy, why are you still there? Just getting beat up on, struggling. It, it ain't right. So divorce is an option. You like the button? <laughs> India looked at me so foul right then. I don't think I was supposed to do it that adamant, but. What I'm saying is, like, let's be realistic. And I don't think that Cardi B and, like owes anybody anything. And even with that, the same thing with Dr. Dre. Like, the prenup and all that stuff with him and his ex-wife, not my business. I ain't got Dr. Dre money. But um, it's, it's, it's a little bit crazy out there in these streets, man. So be careful. India. What's up? Are you ready? For what? You know what time it is. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's Relation Tip. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week, B-Love's Relation Tip is brought to you by the smooth taste of Red Bull. Listen, I've been getting wings all weekend, indoors perhaps, but I plan on continuing my wing things and give me a Red Bull in a minute. But anyway, let me get to my tip. This week, the relationship goes out to everybody. And it actually came from a post I saw on Instagram. The post says, once you mature, sex turns mental. Can't get, can't even get horny if the vibe ain't right. 100. And I was like, you know what? 
That's damn true. Back in the day, man, as a young lad, see old picture of a girl. Meat get hard. You need just meet. ready to go. Harder than Japanese arithmetic. You ready to go as soon as you see a little fine tenderoni. Nowadays, for guys, well, I don't know for girls, I don't know how it is, but for guys, it's the same thing. Um, and it led me down to thinking, right? Like sometimes women always think that guys are always ready to go. Right? But sometimes, you know, we 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 need a little extra time too because we ain't mentally there. Then I read an article and it said, four signs you're headed for a sexual dry spell. But not only did it tell you that, it also told you how to fix it. So I'm going to give you the four signs and then I'm going to give you ways to fix it. The first one is the problem. You're not communicating. It's a huge problem. It says that when you're not communicating, things are going unsaid and it's adding tension in your in your relationship. The solution, break the ice. Maybe kids have entered the picture. Maybe you've aged a few years in your relationship and sex is not the same for you. Break the ice and let your partner know what you want to do to do things different and spice it up. So there you go. Another problem. You're extra stressed. Shit, we can all relate to this. You might not be in the mood because you got a lot on your mind and a lot on your plate. The solution, be aware of what stresses you out and try not to bring that in the bedroom. Go ahead and know your stresses and make stress Sex, I'm sorry. Be your stress reliever. Go ahead and bust it down and bust it open and let the stress out of the window. Number three, the problem. You're arguing in silence. Lord knows we do it. It can't be hard to have sex with someone when you're mad. When you're mad, I'm sorry. It can't be hard to have sex with somebody when you're mad. A lot of us don't even know that we're mad at the partner, but we lay in the bed next to somebody that we are pissed off at and we just can't stand. The solution: resolve lingering issues because that's where it's where it stems from. I'm sorry, it stems from stuff that you have gone unresolved in the past that are now lingering at the surface and you can't even get in the mood because in the back of your mind you're thinking about the argument that happened a long time ago and that was it that was all for i didn't know i did that that fast and that was all for so go out there and if you're not having sex Try to get mentally stimulated and figure out why. But the four signs, you're headed down a sexual dry spill, understanding and reacting to the early stages of sex avoidance. Give it up one time. India. Yes. Are you ready? I am. Let's get to it. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Hope. W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it. Before you kick it, let me tell you something, man. I'm voting for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I ain't going to lie to you. They got my vote. They should have your vote, too. So make sure you go out there and you register to vote. Anyway, I'm sick of Joe Biden texting my damn phone. I'm going to have to block him. I haven't gotten any texts. Boy, he texts me all the time. Five times a day. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm voting for you, Joe. And I donate some money. Leave me alone. Um, so I've been getting inappropriate advances from a coworker. Mm, here we go. I took Friday off from work and went off the grid for a day. I returned to sales service and received text messages from my boss and another coworker showing that someone had left me flowers at my desk. 
Then my boss, another woman, forwarded a text from another coworker, a man she has known and worked with for decades, indicating he is the one who left me the flowers. So a man from my work who I have only spoken to twice, I am a new employee, publicly bestowed flowers at my desk and has discussed his interest in me to my boss, but never even bothered to ask me whether I would like to be his friend. I find this very inappropriate, both from the man and my boss. First of all, what should I do? Secondly, would you be more upset that you now have a seriously awkward work situation or upset that the only flowers you have received in two years <laughs> are by somebody closer to my father's age and is a grandfather that I could never be remotely interested in? Uh, well, definitely not the latter. Um, I'd be more so upset just because he made work awkward. Um that's I mean, that's not the first time I've heard of, you know, coworkers being interested in another coworker. Um I had a friend who her coworker, you know, kept making it known that he was interested in her and she just told him to stop. Uh because if you if you tell them to stop and they don't stop, then you can report them to HR. Um, I would have to have a sit down conversation with my boss and be like, hey, this shit is not cute. Um, and I find it, I think that what's inappropriate is that the boss is the one that forwarded you the message. Yeah, that's wild. You can't even say nothing to your boss because he's the wingman per se. Yeah. Like, he's, he's connecting the dots. You should be able to talk to the boss and, you know, tell the boss that you're feeling uncomfortable because of this situation, but now you can't because your boss was the one who you know set it up set it up yeah he's the and hookup it, guy it has to the middleman because like you said so. you were a new employee and with you being a new employee you're probably trying to figure out like can i even i don't know because i would almost go above my boss's boss mm -hmm. yeah i mean at that point you would have to right you would have to either go to your boss's boss or just go straight to hr that's what they're for and just let hr know to let your boss know that hey i'm not i don't like these advances that i've been getting but then you're going to be looked at as a whistleblower and i hate that but you got to do what you got to do if you if you feel uncomfortable you better tell somebody because it can get out of hand it can well, get i creepy. think that you should just at least give a like have a verbal conversation with the boss like hey i'm not interested in this old man um, I would appreciate it if you would not forward me text messages from him because I think it's inappropriate. Um, thank the guy for the flowers and then gone on about your day. Or, or you can ask him to pay your rent, what the city girls would do. Uh, WWJD. What would JT do in this situation? Come on now. I don't advise doing that. Yeah, but hey, listen, city girls. Bear just, you know, interrupted me as I was talking and gave his two cents. So I oh, got excited. <laughs> thought about JT. What would JT do? She's going to run it up on him. You know what JT is. Don't act like you don't know what JT is. Period. Come on now. You know we're trying vibes. to give advice. and We're not trying to talk about what JT would do. <laughs> Go ahead. Get done. That's all I got. That's all I got. I mean, there was, first of all, Indy, that was fantastic advice. I think you did a great job of telling her exactly what she should do. But if all that doesn't work, take the JT route. What would, what would Risha do? Young Miami. You know what she'll do. <laughs> India, tell the people where they can find you. Um, India.Marie, uh, Shop Indie Boutique. She did that, Co.
There it is. You can find me at B Love 1911 on all social platforms. I know I said last week that I have the B3 pod site up this week, but it'll be up this week for sure. So check it out. It's coming real soon. All your podcast service needs. We're about to get busy. And in the words of Blake, Monday podcast. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,